Hello, 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 and welcome to Holding Space with Whitney Jean. I'm your host, Whitney, and I am so grateful that you are here. Whether this is your first episode with me or you are returning, I am beyond grateful that the universe has led you to this exact moment, to this exact space with me. I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. I hope you enjoy. When there is children, dear, I will just mute it. Okay. 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 Where's Jake? Jake disappeared. There he is. There he is. He's back. Jake, your sound, man. Hi. Not working. Okay, how about that? That's better. Cool. Maybe it was the headphones messing with the Wi-Fi signal or something. I don't know. You'd think it fucking paid enough for him, so. <laughs> <laughs> right? No kidding. All right. Well, we're here. I mm-hmm. actually am super glad that we're having this initial conversation on here before we even talked about it at all because it's all the fresh thoughts it's all of the things that we've been integrating and sitting with and it's not going to be one of those things where we already had the conversation so we don't feel like we're repeating ourselves we're we're like Mm -hmm. having the conversation here and now yeah approved agreed (laughs) so how are you guys Good. I say uh, Amber could go first. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to introduce what we're actually talking about first. Welcome. (laughs) Probably a good idea. Welcome. Uh, For those who are watching this live, those that are watching the replay in the Facebook community, those who are listening to the podcast recording of this, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. I'm here with Jake Casey and Amber Nakarado, both absolutely phenomenal human beings. You'll get to know them. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'd know Jake already. Uh, But I'm really excited for this conversation. This last weekend, we hosted a healing retreat and it was absolutely freaking miraculous. I have no words that adequately describe the transformation that happened over those three days. And we're still trying to figure out how the first day was still three years instead of a day. It was insane. Absolutely insane. I have no, I, I'm going to try and find the words during this conversation, but I'm really glad that you're here. I'm really glad that you're here for this conversation. This is the first time that we're talking after the retreat to really go over 
How are we feeling? How are we integrating? What do we perceive now in hindsight about the weekend? Uh, we're going to talk about the retreat in February, the next one, and all the things. So the stage is yours. Let's start with Amber. Hello, I'm Amber. Um, the retreat was phenomenal. I can't explain where I'm at today with it, at least to the extent that I feel it. It's I have, same as you, kind of struggled to find the words really to, to be able to express all, all that happened, all that now I am going through, even as a practitioner. Even as a practitioner sitting there and, and witnessing all that I did and taking in all that I did as the mirrors surrounded me and, and I just, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And now I sit with this completely different mindset of who I am, where I'm at, what's going on in my life. And, and you know, you always think, you always think, oh, I've got it together. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm at. And then a weekend like that happens and you're like, oh, okay, never mind. I <laughs> redo, <laughs> let's, let's push the pause button because we're going to have to rewind and start over again. And, and that's, that's really the best way that I can describe it. I feel like I'm starting all over again with this different perspective of self, just by getting to witness the raw emotion and vulnerability and, and beautiful emotion that took place a lot like alongside Jake and his strength for everyone as being a practitioner as well to be able to be held in that I just I could go on and I feel like it's rambling it feels like it's not even making sense and that's where my brain is at I totally get it I totally get it because it <laughs> it's like the energy of all of it and the emotion of all of it and the remembrance of all of it it all comes together and it just is this feeling for me. I'm a feeler. I feel things in my body and it's just a, f- a whole body feeling of holy fuck. What just happened? We went through a time hole uh, or time warp. A went through time in a way that was nonlinear. That was, there was no timeline. Like I said earlier, the first day felt like three years. Everybody was like, wait, we have two more days of this. How are you do two more days? <laughs> <laughs> and, but like the way it was almost like everything opened up on the first day and it like everything was cracked wide open. And those next two days, while they didn't feel as like holy mind fuck, it, they, it was so important to have those other two days because it allowed everything to open up even more to integrate to transform to shift and change and watching people walk out of this retreat it literally was like we had been there for seven years and we had transcended all of these ideas all of these beliefs all of these system systems that we had in place of who we were, what our identity was, and how we operate in the world. And then we're like, okay, now we're going to go back into the world. How do we integrate that was this? so hard. Right. Like, how do we, so how do we implement it? Like we've integrated it and now we have to step into the world. And there's that space of the void that I'm seeing people navigate right now of I'm not the person I was, and I'm walking to the person that I'm 
stepping into and I'm in that space between. And it's so insane to witness. It's so insane to witness. What was your experience, Jake? You're muted. Well, real quick, while he's trying to figure that out, I can explain. So I had to mute it. (laughs) But I think for the listeners, if we could, could we start with like kind of outlining the flow of this? Because as we're talking about this like massively impactful thing, it's still very uh, gray, and there's not a lot of detail for the the majority of people listening to this that were not there. Yes, absolutely. So, So day one, well, we I got there. Thursday evening, I think just about everyone else was there except for Amber came in on Saturday, three years later. Right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I had their Friday night, but it still was three years. I'm oh, it was Friday sure. night. That's right. Yeah. Um, see, it, and it's even for me, I think it would it would help kind of getting our story straight to to outline <laughs> what was going on and then give people an image of how things transpired. Um, if that's cool with you guys. Yes. Stage is yours. Cool. So you get there Thursday night and people are already kind of gathering in, in the living room and talking about things that are really powerful. And there's a lot of vulnerability from the fucking get-go. So I think being being away from home and that close to a massive body of water um, for anyone listening that is in the area it was on lake ponderay and it's fucking huge they test submarines in a i lake. feel like it's the closest thing that you can get to an ocean that's not an ocean yeah it's just it's not salty um there's massive fish in there and then large metal fish from the military <laughs> that are also in there and it is it's magical but so then we go to sleep. I slept like shit, new house, new sounds, a um, lot of energy kind of flowing around and excitement for me personally. There wasn't a lot of imposter syndrome that entire weekend. So that was a, a huge gift there, but it was just like, oh man, my body was vibrating and I was like, let's fucking go. So then Friday morning, now we're getting into it. It is beginning. And we start with this. Um, we had like an opening ceremony. And I didn't, I didn't uh, spearhead that. So if, if uh, I'll pass it back off to you before we get into <laughs> breath work and stuff. So we had an opening ceremony and the intention there was to open the container and without giving out too many details, because I would like there to be still some mystery and some magnetic pull in that coming to one of these retreats will absolutely without a doubt change your whole fucking life. The opening ceremony really, truly was opening the container. What is it that you want to create with this weekend? What is it that, what is your intention this weekend? What is it that you want facilitated this weekend? Really allowing the participants, those that were at the retreat, to put their energy into the container, really declare and decide, this is what I choose to release. This is what I choose to heal. This is what I choose to bring in. This is what I choose to facilitate as well as allowing us as the facilitators, as the ones holding the space to make note, this is where we want to guide this weekend. Though I have to say that even with taking those notes, 
I don't truly feel like any of it was forced or any of it was like it flowed so naturally from that opening ceremony of everything that opened up, opened up and, and between the, or everything that needed to be opened up, opened up. And between the different sessions, like the breath work session that Jake's going to tell you about and the cold plunge that Jake's going to tell you about between all of the things that we did, like did there was space to be space, to have conversations, space to open up, up about what are you carrying? What are you processing? What, where are you at? How do you want to see that differently? Being able to sit in those spaces with everybody that I feel had some of the biggest impact over the whole weekend paired with the breath work to open things up, paired with the yoga to pull, to open things up. Mm-hmm. It was like, that was the space for people to really integrate and open up what had come up, what was showing itself, what they were experiencing, what they had bring up from inner child, from their past, from pieces, from their subconscious things that they didn't even know were there. And so these moments of pause, these moments of being, these moments of sitting in space with one, one another I watched as people transform from listening to another person's share. That's what was like mind blowing to me was the people. And I should have known this because with every single workshop that I've ever hosted in person, the people that are there are meant to be there together. Like they are meant to work with one another. They have similar wounds or they have a perspective that the other person needs. And I watched as participants, one having issues with her mom and fighting grace for her mom, find solace in another participant who was the mom who Mm -hmm. expressed, this is what I fucking struggle with as a parent. Like I see my child and I'm so proud of her and I'm so proud of the growth that she's made. I'm so proud of her for standing in her power and standing in her truth and standing here And like, I fucked up as a parent and that's what the other participant needed to hear from her mom. But it was like, so energetically and emotionally put so well, it was like, she had that conversation with her mom and that opened up and facilitated so much. And so it's with these participants, it's not even just with us hosting and facilitating the space. It's with one another that are in that container that are meant to be there to help you facilitate. So bringing it back to the opening ceremony, everything fucking opened up. Like everybody introduced the funny thing about this is everybody introduced themselves. And then after everyone went around what they wanted, things began shifting. Everyone's like, can we introduce, reintroduce ourselves now? Because quantum leap right here. (laughs) Yeah. it, it, It was cool how the group fed off of each other with that, you know, and then after that, um, after our opening ceremony, the introductions and then immediate reintroductions, um, it was time to get into the body. So my main goal was to build that connection and proprioception. Proprioception is, a, you know, awareness of your body and how it is in space. So my goal with that was kind of moving forward and literally teaching people how to breathe closer to their full potential. It sounds really simple and almost too simple for a lot of people where they will write it off. But the ability to take a full deep breath and communicate to your nervous system is massive. And because it's not this large, sexy thing, and it's not this big, heroic effort that it doesn't matter 
but it's, it's the literal foundation for every single thing. So getting into the bodies, teaching people how to breathe and take a full deep breath. And we got into the anatomy of that. And then we started ramping it up into a, like a Wim Hof style breath work to prepare for the cold dips. And that is the cold water is such a fierce lover and teacher in a way that you cannot, you cannot focus on anything else except for her. You know, it is just like she commands your entire attention and you are in your body because it is so fucking hard (laughs) to be anywhere else at that moment. So having, having a body of water that was, um, at around and under 40 degrees Fahrenheit was, um, a huge gift. Um, psychologically, I wanted to do that pretty early on. So people could understand, like immediately have a victory and be like, Cause so many people would be like jumping into a lake in Northern Idaho in November, like absolutely not hell no. And then be like, Hey, guess what we're doing? You know? And I didn't um, drag anybody down there kicking and screaming and I didn't have to force anybody into the water. I just held the space for it to happen. And with that kind of like immediate victory, that confidence of like, I could go places where I was maybe uncertain or even unaware that I can go before. And uh, that was amazing. Um, After a break and more integration, more talking and more sharing, um, it was time to go back to the mats and back to the pillows and grab all the blankets. And we did a long form of breath work. It was a little bit different than the intention for just charging the body to get ready for the cold water. My goal was to dig these grooves. Wait, I think you're muted, Whitney. Sorry, I was muted. Um, I would, I'd like to intercept here. So do it between the cold water dips and the breath work. When Jake said that, you know, you wanted just people to start off with a win. You wanted people to start off with like, I fucking did this. And yeah. there's a specific photo that uh, Shannon shared on social media. So I'll talk about it. And she is standing in the in front of the door to the um, walk back into the retreat space. And she's staring at her reflection. And the I have the video. She's standing in front of her reflection and she's like, you're so like she's looking at herself half mm-hmm. naked because she just got out of the water <laughs> and she's looking at her reflection and she's like, you are so fucking strong look at you fucking look at you look how fucking strong you are you did that look at you and like it makes me want to cry just thinking about it because I've watched this incredible human battle with self-worth battle with all being in her body battling with putting herself first, battling with doing things for her and Mm -hmm. watching her come out of just the first thing or first or second thing, like (laughs) opening ceremony and cold water dips. And I watched her completely transform into a new fucking human being. And a little backstory on her. She was really ill. She had blood clots. She nearly died. 
And ever since then, she's never had a, a resting heart rate under 80. Mm-hmm. Operating through the world, her resting heart rate, like moving through doing things is 120. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Doing the breath work for the cold water dip was brought her down to 65. She's like, I don't remember the last time that my heart rate was at 65. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you the last time that my heart rate was at 65. I couldn't tell you. And so just from that initial release, initial being in her body, that initial breath work, that initial leaping into the lake or walking into the lake. It was very shallow for a long time. Yeah, it was very shallow. Yeah, Watching everybody from the house where it was nice and warm and cozy was great because I <laughs> watched you guys and it was like you I was like, are they going to ever stop walking? Like, are they ever yeah. going to get to a depth that is deep enough? And then I heard you guys from an observer's perspective, I heard you guys yelling and screaming and like, yeah, we're here. Yeah, be in your body. And I'm like, I'm out. I ran out there and I'm on the deck and, and I'm recording this because I'm just like, this is fucking powerful. And mm-hmm. watching people come out of this initial session completely transformed. No wonder it felt like three years because mm-hmm. they shedded literally 15 different identities in the first day. <laughs> like they, they transformed moment by moment, by moment, by moment, by conversation, by conversation, by person speaking and being vulnerable over and over and over and over and over and over again, that it's just like, how could they not, how could it not feel like 32 years? Yeah. You know, like the, the amount of permission that was given so readily and so freely with any time, any person would open their mouth, just like, mm-hmm. Just consistent bangers, one after another. And um, yeah, it was it was really, really powerful. And so much work was done by the participants with and for each other that we were yeah. just kind of like making sure everything was reeled in, you know, and and being a safe space. You know, we obviously, all three of us did a lot of work, but we also saw a lot of work and it was it was just really amazing but then when it was time for me to crack people open with breathing um for me it was it was the most amazing because I had never really done anything to that goal before that outcome I just walked in I saw everyone laying down and I knew they had a better confidence in how to draw breath and I set an intention within myself of like, I'm going to crack every single one of these motherfuckers open. (laughs) And, um, and then I proceeded to do just that, you know, and then having you, um, you know, receive downloads and then, um, show me little messages on your phone and stuff to help kind of guide to, and you were there, um, helping with like energy work while everyone is on the ground and, and helping, helping it flow and helping it move. Um, some people had visions like straight up like visions. Um, and at no part was I not confident in my ability to kind of build a mountain around that space to hold everybody within the mountain with me um, because you were there. So that was, that was a, a huge, huge help, but just like a, a massive win for me. You know, I wasn't the one doing the breathing. I was just helping people stay in a flow and adding a guided meditated kind of aspect to it. 
but yeah. And the interesting thing is in the opening ceremony, Jake, we went around and we asked, okay, what do we want to release? And Jake's intention was to release imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. which I literally had a whole conversation with myself about imposter syndrome in my bed last night when I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) we need to have a conversation about this too. Um, But I literally watched the imposter syndrome be booted out the door when you began facilitating the breath work and as you were facilitating the breath work and people were having visions and people were having breakthroughs and people were having these big emotional releases, these like visceral releases Mm -hmm. within their body. And you were in your zone. Like you were made to make people cry in the best way possible. (laughs) I had dinner with Cassidy and Ryan last night and she's like, I asked uh, Jake how the retreat went and it was a lot more noises than answers, but he did say, I made people cry. <laughs> yeah, I, was, uh, I think I was, I was batting a thousand on uh, yep. tears shed. So. <laughs> <laughs> which, which watching the breakthrough from that alone, I am such a fan of breath work. And the reason why I was like, when I uh, decided that I was going to do this retreat and I booked this venue that was like, insane who an ungodly amount of money to book this retreat and i'm like who the fuck am i spending this much money on a fucking venue but fucking cha-ching let's press that button no no refunds and i'm like well we're in this we're in this and when i began that journey of like okay what do we want to do i was talking with lexi and lexi helped plan a lot of this She was such an incredible asset through planning all of this. And she, I was like, we need to find someone to do breath work. And she's like, what about Jake? And I was like, what about Jake? And I was like, breath work is arguably the number one thing that I was looking forward to the most. Because when I went to the retreat down in Sandpoint or in uh, San Diego, Mm -hmm. I, breath work cracked me wide open. I, that first day we did breath work and I found myself feeling so insecure around these powerful women, Mm. around these women who were claiming their space. And I, there was nothing that they did to make me feel like, like did to make me feel like I didn't belong, that I didn't belong there, that I wasn't there. Like I belong there just as much as anybody else. But mm-hmm. after the breath work, my inner child was cracked wide open and I didn't realize it initially. And I, I like, didn't know my space. And I, I, I went up to my room and I called my husband and I was like, I want to go home. Like, mm-hmm. I want to go home. I don't belong here. I don't feel like I fit in. I feel out of place. I feel all of these things as I'm crying and he, and I'm like, and it's day one and I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the, I think it was that night or the next morning I was journaling and I was like, oh my God, this, this is why I'm such an advocate for journaling and like getting your thoughts on a paper because when the pen yeah. begins to flow, you realize pieces of yourself that you didn't realize you were carrying. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I was cracked wide open from this breath work. Like this wasn't goddess Whitney. This was baby goddess Whitney. This was inner child Whitney who never felt like she belonged, that she couldn't stand next to powerful women, that 
and still be in her power. It wasn't that I couldn't stand next to powerful women. I I stand by next to powerful women all the time, but stand next to powerful women and claim that I'm powerful at the same time. I was like, yeah, so hard. So hard, especially when you have the wound from women, like that sisterhood yeah. wound where you, where you 100%. Keep, you're like, and so and to release competition mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to release competition in that is one of the hardest things I think that I've ever from a mother wound from a sister wound as well and it's just you know and I I genuinely believe that from the masculine wound you can you can attain this level of competition like okay now so I have this masculine wound I have to make sure that I'm the best woman in the room so that mm-hmm. I'm chosen so it's like all over the board, all over the board, that one stings. Mm-hmm. And then so to be around powerful women or in, in the instance of the retreat to be vulnerable around like that the, in was the, the sense that's of the breaking is like, I'm not yeah. just yeah. Al- next to powerful women, but all the insecurities and the things that I'm struggling with probably look really minute to them because mm-hmm. I'm standing right. next to women who make 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I'm just this little chicken nugget who was like, I want to be in a room with powerful people. And now I'm in the room with powerful people and I'm losing my shit because I'm a little chicken nugget. Yeah. <laughs> Look at chicken that, that was a common theme with the retreat too. I feel like that uh, even through us, like the facilitators, like we're holding all the space and doing all these things that we're in it with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? That's what I was, that's what I was discussing to the very begin with. And I'm glad we got brought, brought back around to here. Cause it's like, shoot dude (laughs) I'm sitting here going yeah I I gotta be badass I know that I'm badass I know that I can do this I know I can show up for you I show up for you all day every day when I show up for me but then to break in front of those you're supposed to be holding it's like look away just look away (laughs) (laughs) but I think there's a different level of of allowance for yourself in that space, but then what better teacher can you be other than to show the work, to show like, look, I'm not afraid to go into the depths of myself and, and I know you can do it too. And, and that's leadership. Yeah. yeah 100%. That's the difference between you and like a shitty employer. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, are you, are you the, the queen that is like, on the battlefield, like inspiring and like showing your own wounds and, and helping the wounded shoulder soldier, or are you the queen that's like in the throne room saying, you know, let them eat cake. Totally. (laughs) It's like, and, and truly in the leadership role where you get that through who you are, not who like who you are in the core at a core or not who you are at a title. It's like leaders lead from the front. Mm-hmm. leaders lead with the pack like they're the ones in the pack they're the ones in there doing the work they're the ones we get here through doing the work we're just offering an accelerated path for those around us because we it's like navigate in a navigation system like you could find this there's no doubt in my mind that you can find all of this healing and do all of this work on your own there's no doubt in my mind but there's a value in community there's a value in walking hand in hand with people who have already done it and then mm-hmm. being like Hey, I have an accelerated path for you. Like, this is what I've learned, learn from my, learn from my experience. 
And I watched that with both of you this weekend where you were truly leading from the front. Like you were leading from in the pack. Like you were walking hand in hand with all of these people, holding space for all of these people and allowing your humanness to shine through and show them I'm, I struggle with it just as much as you do. These are things that I'm still navigating. This is about being in the, on the journey. This isn't about finding the end point. And it's a continuous evolution and growth over a whole freaking lifetime. Like yeah. you're not going to walk out of this retreat and all of a sudden have it all figured out. You're going to meet another layer of the onion. You're going to meet another layer of you. You're going to find another level of stretch that allows you to grow and change and shift and evolve and continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Jake, back to you. I mean, after after we cracked everybody open, we kind of had a like, big share circle and that was um, wildly intense. And a lot of the people that were in that circle are going to be sharing their stories with you uh, in the same format. So I will let that be for now. Which I think um, is so exciting with yeah, us talking about the general layout and us talking about art and vice versa. You know, it's like I missed everything with like, like Shannon, because I was still down on the beach, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, it's like hearing all the things that happened when I wasn't able to be present and like witness it with my own eyes. I'm fucking pumped because I know there was like magic going on when I was, you know, elsewhere. Right. And I think that that allows also like for us to share our experience as the facilitators, but then also get a bird inside view of mm. each individual experience, which was so dramatically different. Like there was definitely a theme of like breakthrough and expansion and growth and vulnerability and being seen and stepping into your power. But every person's experience was completely different. Yeah. And so then after the, go ahead. I was just say so then after the breath work, the share circle, which we'll we'll hear more about as the dates move on. Um that Friday night um is when Amber showed up. Yes, I walked into a room full of tears. <laughs> I was like, oh <laughs> I'm I'm really unsure what's going on. Um now I knew what exactly was going on. And it was, it was phenomenal to see everyone in that space or especially like I was an outsider. I was an outsider for a minute and to walk into that. And it still was this open armed, like, here I am. I'm not going to stop being emotional right now because this crazy lady just walked in (laughs) to our space. (laughs) It just was, it was still so great to be able to see that. And then I mean, sit with delicious beverages and meals and things. And as soon as I get there, you know, and everyone still through that ending circle for the day was like, here I am, even, even though, even though I hadn't been there from the first day, that that part I think was a very phenomenal, it, it just explains how safe everyone felt. It shows how safe everyone felt, no matter what was going to come into the like the the energy that What's you that? bring, I said that's a testament to you as well. Um, that I don't think should be minimized. Like the I energy that, that you bring, and that you were just it, like, even though, like, because you walked in right after I I had got done making an omelet out of everybody, 
And so then right, for you right. to just be able to walk in <laughs> and be non-reactive and like hold that space, you know, was like, that's, it's not just because everybody was cracked open. It's also because who you are and, and your gifts as well. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> and so I appreciate I have, that. It, and I have to agree with that because the space that you hold, Amber, is for the last decade that you've been doing this work, you've been holding space for people's emotions. So you walked in and it was the most natural thing for people to be crying everywhere, for there to be tears everywhere, because you've navigated this with people. And so the space you held was not, like Jake said, it was not that reactive space of, oh my gosh, everybody's crying. It was this responding space of, I see all these people. I hope they don't feel like I'm in. Right. I'm I'm bombarding their space. That was it. I, that was it. Okay, relax. I hope they don't feel that I'm I'm trying to overtake their space. I'm I'm here with them for them in the same way that Jake was, that Whitney was. That was all that I wanted, and I'm I'm I am very grateful. I am very grateful that I could walk in and still provide that. But I, I do have to say that you guys created such a safe space before I even got there that had it not been that safe for them to just feel that way, you know, granted, I will accept, I will accept that I am, I am capable of holding this space for people, but, but I still can see that you guys did such a phenomenal job at creating a safe space. That it was like whatever. Shut that down when you're trying to minimize it. (laughs) I'm not trying to shut it down. I I don't feel I don't feel like you're trying to shut it down either. I don't feel like you're trying to minimize it either. It feels like the energy of like I calm down, Jake. (laughs) Yeah, calm down, Jake. I feel like it's the energy of yes, I do hold that space and you guys set up the space. uh, uh. Mm, And it's not a but. There's, okay, I've got enough, but <laughs> we're just going to go with the end. <laughs> uh, and then we Anyways, went into. So, yes. You. Me, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> Get somebody. Go, Whitney. Okay. Uh, and what? then we went after all of that. We sat down, we debriefed, we had the conversation, we, uh, a lot of things really opened up through that breath work, the bit between the visualizations that people were saying, the, the emotional breakthroughs, the, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was carrying that. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that I was holding that, all of that. And then we went through a, a practice of everybody. I was like, let's do a fire ceremony. Sean, go start the fire. <laughs> so Sean and Jake went and started the fire outside. And special shout out to Sean because like he just nourished our bodies all yeah. freaking weekend. Cooking the most that, delicious. That handsome man making meals. Woof. Literally like this hot man with his mullet cooking us all <laughs> our meals. Like mm, this is healing with a view. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I've heard from literally every single person that has come into, I've seen four of the retreat growers this week coming in for their sessions. 
And all of them were like, I just have so much respect for Sean. I just love Sean. He -hmm. just took care of everybody. His level of vulnerability, his ability to nourish and care and caretake with food and bring people together with food. I just, I just love Sean. And I'm like, I love Sean. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it was really cool to see all of these people really be able to witness and see Sean in such a clear view, because I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people have that opportunity. And so I think it was a very special opportunity. And so then we did the fire ceremony and what I had everybody do was write down what they released, unless they're Amber, who is doing her shaman stuff. As a rebel. Like, fire is the energy <laughs> of receiving. So I'm going to write down what I'm receiving. And I was like, you do you, Amber. <laughs> and so I only did one. I only did one receiving. I burned away as well. It can be used as both. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go both ways for this, <laughs> for this particular ceremony. Don't worry about me. I'm over here. <laughs> And so we did uh, did exactly that is people wrote down, okay, this is what I choose to release. And if you look at our social media, the embodied mystic retreats, you'll see that they're holding it out in front of it, in front of them. And Hannah, who is an absolute angel, she mastered on the, that on the wow. face of this earth, because like, not only were all of our photos incredible, she was incredibly intentional with w- walking around people, snapping these really powerful pictures while also being very cautious of their space and making their space the priority. So like there was, she was like an absolute angel and she climbed into the water while they were doing the cold dips on Sunday to get these awesome yeah. freaking shots. I don't like, know a photographer in this world cheeks in the water, like. <laughs> literally that would cl- walk into her butt cheeks and take photos in 40 <laughs> degree water. So she's an actual angel on earth. And then the fire ceremony, they really, we put all of these into the fire and we let them go. And I, I watched the solace kind of melt. Like I watched all of these people. It was like, when you take that really good exhale release, that feeling of we're here is the energy that I felt around the fire was the energy that I felt within each individual. And they're like, oh my gosh, we have two more days. Oh my gosh. And I honestly, at like, as the facilitator, I was like, Oh my gosh, we have two more days. What am I going to, what am I going to do? Like we have, obviously we have the things that we're going to do throughout that, but I'm like, what are we going to facilitate on? And it's one of those things where I was really leaning into my ability to read the energy in the moment and be okay with not having the whole picture and being okay with following it moment by moment and showing up and just asking questions and being with the bodies and doing what I do best in one-to-one sessions, just on a bigger scale, just with more bodies. And so that was like a learning. That was something that like I learned that I'm capable of it. I can show up and I can do this intuitive thing and I can uh, guide these people and I can walk hand in hand with them. And I don't need to know all the answers. I don't need to know all the things and we'll fucking do it. Like we will break through the limitations. We will break through the plateaus. We will strip ourselves down to the very bare minimum of who we are, like the, the, the core of who we are. And then we'll freaking build ourselves back. And I watched as each individual did this. And I, I watch as each individual that came in this week visibly looks different. Lexi, 
a new fucking human. You, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen her, but she's a new fucking human. I, I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Can you like mm-hmm. make a post on all social media platforms and reintroduce yourself? Because bitches don't know who you are now. Like, yeah. who are you? And then <laughs> yeah. I, Shannon came in this week and I was like, Shannon, <laughs> who are you? Like, she's this giggly, giddy, in her body, in her and bliss. Her, her voice changed and, too. What? Her voice changed. Oh, completely. Like she had this like kind of flutter or like a shake to it. And then towards, towards the end of the weekend, it was just like, I was like, oh, that's a hammer. You know, it's like, there's mm-hmm. no more feather in the voice there. Yeah. This is like strong and, and rooted. And it was, it was really awesome. And then Iola came in this week and I, and I can't wait to go in depth with all of these conversations in the next couple of weeks. So if like, this is really like, pulling you listen and watch the rest of these episodes because like this is only scratching the freaking surface Um, (laughs) Iola came in this week and she's like Ryan's holding space for me as the masculine in a way that he's never held space for me and I've and we had a very intimate one-to-one well actually one to two with Ryan and Iola and I on holding the masculine and I would just want to say I watched Sean step into the masculine role Mm. Ryan stepped into the masculine role. I can't speak for Jason because I haven't talked to them much yet. Yeah. It's a safe assumption though. <laughs> right. It's a safe assumption, but not just step into the masculine, but step into the divine masculine, step into the space where as the masculine, you're holding space for your woman, for the feminine. And mm-hmm. I purely, 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 purely credit that to you jake your presence throughout the whole freaking weekend as this divine unshakable rooted in your body holding space responding not reacting masculine you were the invitation to these other men in the container to step in their masculine it was pure mirror neurons it was pure uh, observation it was pure your fucking presence completely changed every single relationship that was in that container every single relationship because you were the invitation to the men there to step into their masculine and that is really fucking incredible and i hope you really fucking feel that because all of the work that you've done over the years to really anchor into the masculine the all of the podcasts all of the books all of the self actually integrating it actually taking action actually doing the work this weekend, you were the invitation to the masculine to step into the masculine. It was unreal. And to watch that play out, not even just in the container, but walking out of the container, watching this happen in real life, being integrated, watching these men step up and step into that role for the women who are used to being the masculine, who mm-hmm. have that wounded masculine. So they're stepping into it. Unreal. I I tell every single couple that I see now, you have to come to this retreat because Jake's going to be there and they're going to show you how to be a, mas- a divine masculine. Like, you got it. <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm imposter syndrome. Get blasted by all of that here. But what was that, Amber? I said some imposter syndrome. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I think I forgot to pack it is what it was. I forgot my tarot cards. And I forgot my <laughs> process syndrome. 
on my floss. I didn't bring floss either. I was pissed. (laughs) You could have asked me. I will always have floss. Okay. (laughs) So I want to, because it's already been nearly an hour, I want to come back and do an episode two and an episode three where we talk about each in the next two days. Okay. Um, Because, yeah, Amber fucked me up. (laughs) That next day, this next episode is going to be a lot of Amber talking because Amber fucked us all up (laughs) in the best possible way. And it was magic and it deserves an episode of its own. Yes. She deserves a platform of her own and center stage. So we'll come back with an episode two for you guys. And yeah. So thank you for having this conversation with me, you guys. Thank you for holding the space with me. Thank you for being a part of not only this conversation here, but this last weekend would not have gone so incredibly and miraculously perfect without you two. You two are fucking wizards. And I am so grateful to do this life with you. I'm so grateful to host these retreats with you. I'm so grateful to do this work with you. That doesn't really even feel like work. That just feels like magic and butterflies and unicorns and a a whole lot of tears. But it feels good. And I love you. I love tears. Let's. I love you. Let's let's hype up the next one. Who's uh, who's next for your coffee talks? Um, it's Monday, and it's Amanda. Ooh. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all going to be great, but it, it didn't matter who you said was next. I'd still be, have the same level of just like, oh. mm-hmm. Ooh, perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my dogs are crying and <laughs> I need to cater to the, their my needs. kids are crying. <laughs> all right. I love you guys. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. the conversation. And we'll be back for another Thank episode you. to talk about day two. Hell yeah. I just want to take a moment to express my gratitude for you allowing me to be a part of your journey through this podcast. It brings me so much pleasure and so much joy to be a contribution to you in any way that I possibly can. If you loved what you heard today, or if you were triggered by what was what was said today. I would love if you would leave me a review with any epiphanies, anything that was cleared up for you, any episode favorites so that I can continue offering you and creating valuable content that is a contribution to you. I would just be so, so thankful. And you can do that on Apple podcasts or on Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to be in this space with me. I love you so much.